Good morning, everyone. It's Judith A. Culp. You're listening to Mad Love. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Welcome. I would say welcome to uh, welcome St. Louis because I'm based in St. Louis right now, but I don't have the majority of my listeners here. Majority of my listeners are in Mountain View, California, which if I remember correctly, that's uh, like VC Silicon Valley territory. So if you are a venture capitalist or hedge fund manager or you're looking to partner with a content company and your instinct is like, I just like this podcast. We need to give this company a shot and get their content out in the world and be innovative with their financing. If you're thinking that, I'm thinking that too. Go on ahead and just reach on out. I got you. All right, that's my shameless solicitation for uh, venture capital money <laughs> or an investor. Because, listen, this just happened to one of my friends. He was trying to make a movie. Everything was set, cast. I had seen his cast picks. Everything was locked and loaded. They were about to go shoot, and the studio pulled the plug because they didn't like his rewrites. Uh, I don't think people understand. Like, it's hard to get pregnant, even though you, it seems like everybody's pregnant at some point. Uh, it's hard to get pregnant, actually, and it's hard to make a movie. Uh, these movies that uh, you see out in the world, people are crying when they win awards for them because it's so hard to get movies made, especially now. I mean, you've got the pandemic, but also like there's so much money at stake. Everything's so expensive. Whoever can come in and, and uh, you know, what's what's the word they always use? Because uh, it's like, I don't know, I can't think of it this morning, it's too early. But, you know, if somebody can come in and figure out how to uh, just make it more democratic, more affordable, certainly, yes, you can go make a movie with your iPhone. That was not a thing when I was in film school. Um, but, yeah, you know, just make it so that people actually get a chance. And the cream will rise to the top. That's the way it goes, you know, Um and it's so much cheaper. I'm not complaining about the cost of actual filmmaking. I am act- I'm more concerned um, uh, with the actual viewing, like how will you make your film stand out? I, you know, I don't know how this podcast has so many thousands upon thousands of downloads. I've, I think I ran my first ad for it uh, a month ago just to see what would happen. And um, I still couldn't tell if it made a bump or not. Um, And I have not had time to go back and revisit, you know, how to build a stronger ad for this particular podcast. So, you know, it's hard to stand out, basically. So somebody can come in and revolutionize, you know, the the making of the art uh, available to people, you know, in a substantial way. That would be great. Like if you could just say, you know, like Netflix for for independent artists, people you've never heard of, because, you know, while that was nice at first on Netflix. Now I I could spend an hour. I have spent almost an hour looking for something that I wanted to watch on Netflix. It's almost too much on there and they don't have it categorized in any way, real way. They just they just take all your information, all the things you like and put it in a queue, especially for you. So my, my page does not look like your page. 
and it's what 155 million subscribers or something like that i might be missing that number i'm not great with numbers uh i have vague ideas and then it kind of sticks in my head but say they have 155 million american subscribers my page won't look like the next person's page won't look like the next person's page there's 155 million cues out there which is nice at first but then it's like can you all like winnow this down into some order and i've been a netflix member since mm, since it came out you know with the mail-in thing i used to send my stuff in the mail and i thought that was amazing because blockbuster uh sorry y'all were charging them crazy fees so basically they told you you had two days with it but really you had a, a day and a half with the little vcr tape and nobody got that back in time you know, and then you had to drive to the store and drop the thing off. And, oh, what a pain in the ass. So then when I got Netflix, I was like, I can drop it in the mail. I can keep it as long as I want. Okay. And I was fine with that. Then they went all crazy. And I was like, oh, the streaming thing, is this going to work? Then they gave you two memberships because some some things never really did and still aren't available for streaming. Um, and I was like, I can't afford like 20 bucks a month just on DVDs, then my DVD player. I don't even know where it is. <laughs> I'm not sure why I'm down this road, but basically, um, <laughs> good morning. Um, but basically, yeah, Netflix is revolutionary in a lot of ways, but there's still a lot of work to be done for indie filmmakers. And if you're not a big star, you know, these studios, and it's hard to get become a big star now, you know. Uh, it's hard to be, you need to catch lightning in a bottle to make a small indie feature that people love and, and hear about and go see or stream or whatever you're, you're going to be doing right now. So anyway, I know that that's a frustration that I've dealt with. I've sat in those pitch meetings. I've had to try to convince people that my version of events are interesting and you, you're going to want to, people are going to see this movie and they'll, counter back with well you know black films don't play well internationally and I'm like but this is not a black film you know um it's just it's just crazy it's a crazy business and the me too movement don't don't just turn your back on it and say these actresses are just talking shit or whatever it's a real thing it's been going on there's also pedophilia unchecked Film business is largely unregulated. You got to understand, there is no HR department that you can go to complain to if you're an actor or screenwriter or whatever. They don't care that you're you're not an employee there. You're you're worker for hire. So and you want to keep working. So you're not going to go and, you know, motherfuck this famous director uh, because they'll choose him over you. So you don't say anything. And so that did not happen to me. I'm very thankful, but I know that it happens and I know it's happened to, I have friends that are actors and I know actresses and I know that's happened to them. Um, so you just have to, I mean, there's a lot coming undone and when it comes back together, I think it'll be a better box and you'll have more women in charge and that doesn't necessarily guarantee your safety or, uh, you know, but I think you'll have a different type of person in charge. And some of those people will be women. Some of those women will be more sensitive to uh, keeping people safe on the set and keeping people safe uh, no matter how they're employed with the studio. 
And I know that would be something that's important to me. And I know I've anybody I've expressed that I want to work with, I've let them know, listen, my company is not the company you want to be involved with if you think you're going to sit up and rape my talent or uh, physically or mentally. You know, if you you think this is a place where you can come and abuse people, then you need to figure out where you want to work because this ain't it, you know. And I will make it very miserable for you if you come in trying to hurt people that are just trying to work. Like, that's crazy. So, yeah. I mean, I got some stories. I got some people I probably should reach out to and see if they would want to be on the podcast. In fact, I need to make a mental note. But it's early. I'll need to remember that I need to make a mental note. <laughs> so anyway, I hope everybody's doing well. It was fun to talk to my friend Kevin. Uh, I hadn't realized it until I was talking to him. I'm like, yeah, you're the first guy I've had on the show. I, um, I'm i reaching out to a couple of other buddies uh, just to see if they'd be interested. Uh, my nephew is endlessly fascinating, and he doesn't want to do it. I don't, I'm not sure why, but we always have a good time. I think he just is overthinking it. Um but yeah. All right. Everything's going pretty good. I do believe that the key for my success and the success of a lot of independent artists right now is finding that funding stream, that source, that partner that wants to be the money and lets you be the art. I'm not interested in a lot of input. I don't want notes, you know, uh, cause I'm telling you some of those studio notes are like, you all just are trying to make it seem like you have something to do. You know, I rarely have seen great notes on my projects or anybody else's. So and I'm not saying that they're not capable of great creative input. But if you were a screenwriter, you'd be doing that, not being some exec at a studio. That is not a career path. Although I would take it. If somebody's like, do you want to be an exec at Warner's? I'd be like, yeah, okay. Uh, And put my scripts in there. Yes, that's what I would do. And I'm telling you, I would do that. Um. But that's not a normal career path. If you're an executive, you're on an executive path. You want to run the studio. You don't want to uh, create content for it. So if that was something you were great at, you would be doing that. I would be the only exception. Which is becoming commonplace. (laughs) I'm exceptional. Sometimes in a good way. Uh, most of the times in a good way, sometimes not not in a good way, not always good to be exceptional. Depends on uh, if the people around you are into that. Some people want you to just be status quo and be like everybody else or just say yes all the time. And I've had issue with that ever since I was a kid. Anyway, that's it. I hope you have a wonderful Thursday. I hope your week, your month, your year is coming together. One of my dear friends uh, had a birthday yesterday. Happy belated birthday. Um, just, you know, let's just keep moving forward. Keep knocking down goals. Um, it's hard, you know, listen, the stock market is surging. If you're missing out, dude, I told you get a stash account. They're my favorite, but pick whoever, but stash is out there. Um, check my social media for the code that I use so we can both get free stock. I'm telling you, dude, don't let people psych you out of things because you're afraid. Or you don't understand. You don't have to fully understand crypto to buy some crypto. I don't know what the hell crypto does. But I have a whole bunch of it. And it's surging as well. You know. Um, whole bunch relative t- for me. Because I really don't know what it 
There's so many tokens and to- coins and uh, Coinbase will actually give you free. If you take these quizzes, you will get free uh, coins from them and stuff. So I've got all these different kinds, way more than just Bitcoin. In fact, I have probably less Bitcoin than anything because, you know, it's up to like 46,000 a, a, a coin or something. I, I mean, come on. But, you know, in the meantime, I've bought 238 coins of uh, you know, something else that's only, you know, like stellar lumens I have. I have a whole bunch of like, go investigate the stuff and don't feel like you got to understand it fully to you understand profit, you know, get on stash. Don't sit up and be like, if you can't figure out how to look up something that you want to get, look around your house. What do you use regularly? You know, and all those stocks aren't going to be winners. But guess what? It means somebody's buying those project products. You're buying them. So Starbucks. Yeah. Target. Yeah. Um, Procter and Gamble. That's in your house somewhere. Yeah. Johnson and Johnson. That's in your house. Yeah. Look around like just start. And you don't even have to start with a whole bunch of cash. Buy five dollars of Johnson and Johnson. I, I mean, there's a better way to park your cash, but watch it grow. It's a safe investment and do $5 every week. You can afford that. If you get coffee and shit like that or eat out, you can afford five bucks a week on a stock. Do make a commitment of $100 a month or do $20 a month. Do what you can afford to do and then just watch it grow. You know that you're missing out on money. I have grown my portfolio by thousands of dollars since 2018. And I didn't have extra cash in 2018. Let me tell you, I didn't have a lot of money to put away into anything. But I will say this, COVID has saved me tons of lunch money. I mean, no going out to lunch because, you know, for a long time, nothing was open. And uh, yeah, you just, you at the end of the month, you're like, dude, I got all this... I got an extra, what, $20, $30 a week. (laughs) And uh, now I feel like if I just have cash sitting somewhere and it's not earning interest, I'd put it in the stock market, you know? So if you guys are interested in more content about investing, I'm more than happy to do that. I'm uh, I'm not an expert, but I can tell you that that GameStop thing, that's not something that couldn't happen all the time. And it's not necessarily bad. There's all these investment groups. There's power in earning money together as a group. That's all these that's all these hedge funds do. A hedge fund basically takes everybody's money. They get these giant chunks of cash. And then sometimes they think something's going to be super successful. So they dump their money into it that way. Or they think it's going to fail, so they short it. I can't explain all the details of shorting, but they're hedging against it being successful. And sometimes they're right, and sometimes they're wrong, you know? But anyway, don't be missing out on this market. It is on fire, okay? So just don't intimidate yourself. Get a stash account. It's super cheap. Put some money in there and look look around, What is something you spend your money on and invest in that? You know, you got a PlayStation. You need to be picking up some Sony stock. It's just that simple. Start there. Your kids love McDonald's. Buy McDonald's. 
And as you get more comfortable and do more research and read articles, you'll start to get a feel for what's what's a good investment and your money will grow. It just depends on what you pick. Some of it will grow, will make it grow more than others. Listen, it would be anybody who knows me knows that I have Apple and anybody who knows me would not be surprised that I have more Apple in my portfolio than anything else because I'm that chick. I love Apple. (laughs) Their products make sense for me. They're easy to use. They're intuitive. And I buy their products and I bought that stock. Simple as that. All right. Happy Thursday. Get out here in the world. (sighs) It's cold where I am, but hopefully uh, that won't dissuade, uh, dissuade you from getting out there and doing what you need to do today. You know, just be your best. Just be your absolute best. People wonder why, you know, things don't work out for them. And then they have a hard time looking at themselves honestly and being like, you know, because I'm kind of full of shit or I'm not trying as hard. Don't be that person. Let's just get out here and be our best. All right. We'll meet back here tomorrow. Be good. Oh, 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 oh,